Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast once more. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 132, which is entitled Working When There's Other Things to Do. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I will be joined a little bit later by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com as we have our discussion today. This episode was published on Thursday the 13th of June, 2019. Just a couple of things before we get to the podcast content itself. If you head over to wpbuilds.com, you'll see a menu at the top of the page. And if I could draw your attention to a few of those menu items, the first one is the subscribe link over at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. And if you click on that, it's basically a whole bunch of ways that you can keep up to date with what we're doing over here. You can subscribe to one of two newsletters, one which tells you all about the podcast and the other which alerts you if I find any product deals going on on the internet to do with WP related products. You can also join us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, join our 2000 plus strong Facebook group where we're joined every day by lots of experienced workers. WordPress people and we discuss all the problems that we have found and the solutions that we found as well. You can also find our YouTube channel and various other things as well. So that's the first link. The next one is wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. If you're in the market for some plugins or themes, head over to that page because we've got significant amounts off lots and lots of different WordPress products. Another one to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash win. We've got a competition going on at the moment for a couple of weeks. This is your chance to win one of four licenses for the Split Hero Split Testing plugin. Uh, Adam Lacey, who was on the podcast several weeks ago, he's launched a product Split Hero and it will enable you to carry out A-B tests and decide which of your different pages is optimizing best. And we've got a chance for you to win four licenses. He's giving away um, four. The first one, there's two annual licenses and then there's a six month license and a three month license. Head over to the page and fill in the form and you might have a chance of winning those. And the last one, I suppose, is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you'd like to advertise and get your product or service noticed more, we'll put an ad out for you and hopefully you'll get some recognition for it. One person who's done that is David Von Gries from the Page Builder Framework. Do you use a page builder to create your websites? The Page Builder Framework is a mobile, responsive and lightning fast WordPress theme that works with Beaver Builder, Elementor, Breezy and other page builders. With its endless customization options in the WordPress customizer, it's the perfect fit for you or your agency. So head over to wp-pagebuilderframework.com today. And we do thank the Page Builder Framework for helping us put on the WP Builds podcast once again. Just a couple of things to say before we actually begin. This discussion that I've got with David today entitled Working When There's Other Things To Do. Normally, David and I are pretty on message. We we do tend to ramble a little bit. But today we go, really, we take that to the next level. It is very rambly. There's not a great deal of WordPress content in there, in all honesty. But I listened back to it and I, I really enjoyed what we'd said having a second listen through. So it's all about what it is that we do, procrastinating, finding other things that are far less important but somehow we get distracted by them. So like I say, not a lot of WordPress content, but it's fun nevertheless. And it gives you a bit of a, an insight into, into what David and I can end up doing when we're not supposed to be doing it. I hope you enjoy it. Hello. Today's discussion, we're calling working when there are other things to do. Nathan, really, this was your topic that you brought up. So we've I've ended up making a few notes, really, with an entirely different topic of kind of work-life balance stuff. But you yeah. were going to talk about the minutiae, the little things in, in life that distract us. Well, it was really talking about having a normal life at the same time as having a work life. And I know this yeah. topic gets bandied around a bit, but usually it's a private thing between, I don't know, your very close confidence or something. So I thought it might be quite nice to sort of share that just the realities of trying to be a busy work person at the same time as having a busy, healthy life. 
And uh, yeah. so that's where I was going to go. So for me, it, it's about the, the, the difficulty in juggling or managing things that I have to do outside of work. So in my situation, I have, I have a family. I've got kids and a wife and, you know, a social, social situation where I try to go out when I can. And the family in particular, there's, there's certain things that happen with the family that are kind of unavoidable, you know, unpostponable. Most things in life can be, can be delayed. Um, but because there's so much routine in my week, there's a lot of things that cannot be delayed. And also as, as those people have got a family, as the children grow up, you'll know that they, they, they have more things going on and they, they make things up for themselves. So some, suddenly you realize, oh, I've got to take you there, have I? Nobody told me about that. That kind of thing crops up quite a lot. So I was hoping to kind of like have a chat around that and maybe talk around what I do to uh, avoid going cranky. Yeah. Well, I mean, my life's so different to yours. I mean, you were telling me earlier about the kind of little jobs that you have to do, which, uh, to be honest, would would really defeat what I'm trying to do in any day because they're little bits of work. And, well, I think we both have the same issue. It's hard to focus on this one task you want to do if you know that in maybe an hour's time you've got to go and do this this thing where you transport a child to somewhere else. Yes, I have lots of that. My day is now broken up into multiple small parts. Whereas if, if I was to go back 10 or 15, well, actually 15 or more years, the the day is open to me. You know, the, the calendar, if you like, can begin at, let's say, nine o'clock or whenever. And it can be that calendar is open for, for business until, yeah. let's say, five o'clock. And I can do that Monday to Friday. Now there's all sorts of little impediments to that workflow. And if you're anything like me, and I know that you are, David, the, mm-hmm. the, the flow and the ability to concentrate for long periods of time can be quite important. And the, the opposite can be quite detrimental. So if, my, if, if I'm concentrating on something and suddenly I have to go off and do something, albeit only for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, I find it very hard to get back into the swing of what I'm doing. So a classic example yeah. is just things like the, the school run or yeah. clubs that the children attend, those kind of things. You know, suddenly at three o'clock, you have to stop and go and collect your children from school. Now, it may be on a given day, therefore, three o'clock for me or 2.30 or whatever it might be. That's kind of the end of my day because from that moment on, that's that's yeah. me. I'm now I'm now on childcare, looking after children or or what have you. Some days I can come back because um, my wife will be here, and that's great. But some days the the day ends at uh, you know three o'clock, and that means that I can't do anything past those. Now I do want to preface the whole of this thing with <laughs> there's no resentment or that you know or ill feeling about this. This is just the way it is. I'm just presenting it as a this is how my life is. And sometimes that can be hard. Um, I'll have to, you know, pick up the work baton again when everybody's gone to bed and those kind of things can be, can be difficult. Yeah, no, I can appreciate a bit. I'm, uh, it makes me feel really lucky because I have got my own space and um, there's no real, uh, there's no calls on my time, particularly other than ones I set for myself. So I'm, I'm my worst enemy when it comes to these things. Um, but you know, I do know it when I, you know, when I go and stay with my sister-in-law, my official home in London, and that, that house, it's you know, it's Indian family, so all the more extended family will just turn up at any point, and it becomes social, and people don't recognise when you're in, you know, at home that you're actually doing work. Ah, okay, so, yeah. So I, you know, I can uh, those kind of distractions. At least you can set your times, though, can't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I very much can. In fact, we the way that our family cope with this is that my wife and I will have a chat usually on a Sunday evening and we'll map out what the calendar looks like. We can't really go beyond then. It just is it's proven to be unrealistic. And we're not religious about it. You know, we don't get it right all the time and very often we'll miss something and there'll be an emergency phone call. Oh, you've got to go and or, you know, go and collect or move or reposition or whatever it might be so but yeah my calendar looks like I've actually got a calendar in my calendar just called time out 
Um, and basically anything that's kind of a quick little five minute, 10 minute, half an hour job, I just put it into that timeout calendar and it automatically creates that as a busy event. So, you know, no other calendars can kind of inhibit against that time. And yeah. so if, if, I don't know, clients are wanting to book a care plan meeting or something, if they, if they get in before I fill up that timeout event, I'll, I have to, sadly, I have to phone them up and tell them I can't do it. Or if, if I'm lucky and or the stars align, those little timeout events mean that nobody can book through my calendars uh, when I've got important things going on. And often with, with, a, with a family, you can foresee a lot of these things. So, you know, the school, as an example, will send out letters illustrating what's going on for the following term. So that gives me two months worth of appointments that I can immediately put into the calendar. And that's great. That blocks those off. But uh, yeah. very often it's, it's things that you didn't expect. You know, it's sudden trips to the dentist or what have you that kind of get in the way. Do you know, I mean, I was this topic, I guess, because we are, we have got two chats going on. Because I was thinking about the other side, the things that I do wrong when the, I, the things I neglect is what I was thinking about mm. with doing this work. So, which is sometimes my wife. I'm, I realise that I leave her very isolated. So, you mm. know, I made some notes anyway that uh, on how I shared document. I was talking about just this. I, I get into this trap of thinking that I'm doing some work when I'm not. Um, so that sort of, that, that feeling that you, you know what it is, you know, when you work for yourself as such, you feel you should be doing something or improving our skills and you get into this illusion all the time of sort of going to push yourself and you're online. So there's that whole addictive world where you can appear to be working. Yes. Uh, where you're really not. Facebook oh, like, groups, courses, totally. deals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you sometimes That's, now? You're probably not going to want to admit this on a podcast, but um, do you sometimes literally say, "I've got to go and work," and then spend a bit of time in a Facebook group? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, work at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I had a job on yesterday, and um, you know, it's a nice little job to do for a client. And you know, I was about. I, that's what exactly what I did. I said to my wife, I have to go and work, shut the door on her, leaving her alone. And then five minutes into doing that job, I wandered into Facebook and came out probably about an hour later to finish ah, off the job. Yes. So yeah, doing it all the time. Yeah. So, so this is a, a, an interesting and different part of our conversation. So this is, this is when you've got other things to do, which get in the way of work of which just being <laughs> lost on the internet is one of them. Uh, yes, we should be getting on with work, but other stuff gets in the way. Yeah, I, I, I think I think every person, if they're being honest, does this to some extent. You know, you can you can find ways of mitigating it, but there's I'm sure that we all get a little bit lost and sidetracked. That's part of human nature, though, isn't it? And I think I think the best way to approach this for me is to embrace those times when I get lost. I think I've spoken about this before, you know, if I'm going to waste time, then I'm going to make sure that I enjoy the time that I'm wasting. Um, <laughs> so for example, for me in the summer, that might be that I notice that I'm not really being all that efficient. So why not, rather than pottering about on Facebook, why not go down to the beach for an hour and yes. kind of, like I say, embrace that dead time because we all know ourselves, don't we? we I know that if I'm in that mood, that restless mood, and the work hasn't somehow taken a grip of me, I know yeah. roughly that that's going to take a period of time, let's say an hour, to fix. So I'd, I'd be better off doing something enjoyable than just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. But I am guilty of that as well. Yes, I, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I thought I kind of had things sorted and to some degree I do because you know I packed in my job and, and I do the web development as as a way of just funding my travel so it, it's all fun and games and I'm pleased with what I've done but I still fall into those traps and I, I, I bet there's more people who do this with the, who are worse at doing this than me in the sense that you feel you should always be on on tasks that you always should be focusing on learning more about the business that we do. And I think yeah. even I do that, even though I've put aside time, I go to the beach pretty much every day with my wife, but even so I've noticed something that I do is that I take, 
some conversation maybe from Facebook with me during that walk. So I'm not talking to her for the whole of the walk. I'm actually right, uh, yeah. mentally distracted. So I noticed that even I do that when, you know, I, I think I've got it sussed. Yeah, I think it's easy to sort of slip into those things. Uh, the idea of constantly learning, that is the sad reality of, of this industry. I'm nowhere near, I suppose this is a product of being a little bit older. I'm nowhere near as, um, I don't berate myself quite as much for not keeping up. I've kind of figured yeah. I've got a certain level that I'm at now and it, it, it's okay. I'm, I'm happy. I can, I can do what I need to do. But, um, you know, going back 15, 20 years, I'd be buying books and reading all the time and trying to trying to figure out exactly what what I what I was best at. And then I kind of realized that's a bit of a dead end because that means I'm never going to be much good at anything. So now I just concentrate on the things that that I know fulfill my business needs. And that's where I stay. And I research around those things only. Yeah, I think that's it. It's just uh, this is the balance for everyone isn't it knowing when to push us because you do need to push yourself to get any kind of work done mm. but also knowing when to get that kind of balance where you need to pull back and i've been really thinking about that again you know with this i, I don't know about you you said that you you find time to, to see friends so this is one of my problems i'm i'm easily a loner so i could be quite happily with my wife and just doing work mm. are you good at that are you good at yeah I'm, I'm very good at being alone as I'm, I'm more than happy to be alone you know I spend the day alone and um, I could probably spend weeks alone and it, it would not would not bother me however I would seriously miss my family that's not you know when I say I could be alone I could do it but I, I would miss my family a lot um, but the the social side of life I think probably this will ring true for most people who've got children and have a family is it, it kind of gets hijacked a little bit by, by the family. And so a lot of the social events are based around uh, people that you meet via the children. So mm -hmm. a lot of my friends now are based around parents of children and, you know, we get the kids together and then those parents hang out. Um, but I, I still maintain quite good relationships with people that, that I saw you know that I grew up with as a kid because I stayed in the same place for the first 18 years of my life and I still see those people from time to time so yeah I, I'm, I'm okay with that I'm nowhere near as social as yeah. I was but I just I put this down to um, growing up and having a family and I, I don't I don't look at it and sort of feel any sense of shame I'm, I'm happy with it yeah you sound really balanced actually i have to keep a check on myself I, because i i can be very easily on my own with a single focus and get quite lonely and i've done that okay before yeah so i i have to go and always kind of flip this around for my own sake and i've made a few notes actually about the things that i kind of had to have done i've had to realize as well and my wife's good at getting us to go out with people is that if you don't go and see those people then you've got nothing a new, new perspective coming in no yeah. fresh ideas yeah so really I, particularly yeah for, for business and stuff like that i mean if you don't go and meet people outside of the the people we see you know online then you've only got this one perspective you haven't possibly got if you like our friends have probably got a better idea of how clients might think and are more able to see the bigger picture on our own businesses and everything yeah i, I think there's a lot of truth in that and just talking over what you're doing you know yeah. can lead some fresh ideas i think it's important to step away from the computer but i, I suppose in your case because it's you and your wife um yeah. and you are not forced to stop by let's say the school run or what have you, you could in theory just keep going for hours, weeks, months, just keep locking yourself yeah. away and doing the work. And I think you've got to, I think, obviously I'm no medic, I don't really know, but I think that's in ultimately a, a, not a particularly constructive thing to do. So yeah. getting out for me, I have no choice. I'm, I'm forced out on a daily basis. I've, I've just been out to put the guinea pigs out <laughs> this morning. And that, that gave me a 10 minute break that I wasn't expecting, but it had to happen. And then there'll be, like I said earlier, you know, the, the school run and things like that. And, and I, I have no choice in those things, but looking back, that's a benefit yeah. because it means that I'm not tied to the computer and worried all the time about work. I, I can't, 
I can't do that all day because it just isn't part of my routine. Yeah. Do you know, I've been doing a really good thing and I shared this in the WP Builds group, but it was a kind of lie. You know, you asked a question about chairs, I think, and everybody was showing their office spaces. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, I got this nice picture. We'd gone away and we've started doing this for weekends. And I showed a picture actually with my computer out. What I didn't mention is that we get no internet there at all. Ah, <laughs> so now. It was a post photo. But do you know what? This is a really good thing. I, I, we've just done three weekend so about every other weekend we've gone away to this place for a couple of days where we cannot get a signal unless we go and travel out the you know the house and and, and make an effort for it so uh, do you know what? it's brilliant <laughs> yeah i can completely identify with that i think the the forced digital detox well obviously maybe the first time you went there you had no expectation that you were going to be cut off but the fact that you're going back repeatedly to a place that you now <laughs> fully so know cannot provide you with internet that's that's really interesting i just went on holiday and i switched on airplane mode um as soon as i got anywhere near the airport and i switched it off again periodically i think it came on like two or three times but i didn't i didn't interact it was simply just to ascertain that there'd been no um no emergency message from let's say my parents or something and then I tucked yeah. it away again, and my phone became a camera, essentially. And I was really <laughs> pleased for that time away. I mean, it, it, it didn't lead to kind of a, an epiphany of efficiency or fruitful thoughts or anything, but it, what, but, it, but it led to a period of relaxation and calm and getting away from it all, and that was nice. Yeah. No, I actually, I think just over my weekends, it's made me really rethink – uh, what I'm doing, I needed to think, but it wasn't intentional. I, I think if I'd have gone on purpose to say I'm going to have some time out to think about life and my business, it wouldn't have worked. It's just we were just literally staring out the sea, and your mind just wanders off and oh, has a yes. different perspective. Yeah, yes. it's, it's so good, so good having those moments of just dis- well, complete and utter. I was going to say distraction, but it's exactly the opposite. It's mentally undistracted. I, I think I think we need more of that in our lives, but we need to force it upon ourselves in most cases because if we're not being busy with work, I expect a lot yeah. of us are being busy, being distracted by things that probably don't add up to a great deal, um, you know, checking out what your <laughs> mates are doing on Facebook and so on. Yeah, that's it. I mean, living in the moment, that's the thing, isn't it? I guess that's what that is. Do you think a lot about the future? Do you do you have great big plans? I, I mean, I know you've got aspirations, excuse me, I know you've got aspirations for what your business is going to be. But do you do you spend a lot of time planning things out and thinking about what's what's coming down the line and what you're going to do? Or does it is it more kind of reactionary and making it up weeks or <laughs> possibly months in advance? <laughs> yeah, I think I just react, to be honest. I can't, pl- I, I plan, in, I'm always planning in some way. I know roughly where I'm going. Else otherwise, I don't think I can think. But but I've come to realize that my plans never go the way that I think they're going. So it's mm. just for the purpose of feeling like I have a purpose that I plan. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like the antithesis to a WordPress episode in a way, because we're, we're trying to not talk about technology, not talk about being, <laughs> yes. seems like, seems like something that needs to be said though. Um, you know, I hope that those people who are listening aren't kind of thinking, well, well this has got nothing to do with WordPress, but it, <laughs> it's, it's an important part, you know, keeping your, keeping your mental health and, and physical health up to date is, is every bit as important because without those, you've got nothing. Well, I, I think, you know, we talked before about going to our first word camps. And I mean, I think we're both fans of the idea that you meet up with other people who share these same passions of you. But I think that's the other side of it. You also need to have do something that's entirely different as well, don't you? Mm. Um, because yeah. I think it's so easy with what we do. And I think I don't know, maybe I'm just misjudging it. I think there's a lot of people who do the work we do are introverts who work on their own quite a lot and enjoy it. And there's a real danger. I've been in that danger zone before, being on my own and and, and working there. But I don't think necessarily something like a, a, a WordPress community is, is where the salvation is in that. It helps to be with other people. But again, you're just talking about the same kind of work. 
which yeah, brings its I own pressures. I understand what you mean. Yeah, so you're talking about having, well, for want of a better word, let's call it a hobby, which is <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with WordPress. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I would lump my family into the, into that category in a way because they are my my hobby they are the thing that i do when i'm not doing wordpress uh, i used to do all sorts of different things but most of them have been culled along the way you know i used to be in bands and play guitars and all of these kind of things but yeah it's just time pressures really um in those moments where i'm not working i'm with the family and in the moments when i'm not with the family and not working i'm probably asleep <laughs> that's kind of that's pretty much it <laughs> i mean it used to be that um oh i mean forgive me there's going out to the pub and seeing my friends and all of that kind of stuff i'd forgotten about that but i don't really have a have a hobby as such i am part of a this is going to sound really tragic i'm part of a local history group and i go go once a <laughs> once a week in the summer sorry once a month in the summer months and we talk about history and archaeology and it's really interesting <laughs> Do you know, I, I think that's brilliant. I admire you for that. I wish I did stuff like that. You see, I, I've got into this trap. I bet there's a lot in our audience who fall into the same trap I've been in and still can fall into it, is that wanting to really throw yourself into the, the new passion, you know, learning about web development stuff. So you only read stuff on efficiency, how to be better at what you're doing, how to learn more stuff. And I, 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 there's such a danger, I think, in that. Mm. Well, that, and also, that is a, sorry, you carry on. Yeah, no, no, I was just going to say, and also the the fear of um, wasting time is is one of the biggest problems, I think, as well. When the, actually, it, when you start to relax, there's there's actually lots and lots of time we really have. Yeah, the the thing about that one is, I would say that it's for me, it's about looking at the long game, the big picture, and you're those people who bang the drum of being amazingly efficient all the time and concentrating solely, you know, really focusing on what it is that you want to do. And to some extent, I think they promote excluding all other things, you know, make your life about this. I can see that. I can totally see why that that, that would have massive benefits down the road, you know, in the future yeah. when, when things come back and your business has grown because you've been, been like that. It just, it just isn't my personality type. And I've, I've kind of decided, I don't know when I decided, but I decided that life is a bit rounder than that. And I want there to be moments of inefficiency and I want there to be moments of comedy and I want there to be moments of um, futility and I want there to be moments of, you know, enjoyment and all of these things. And so that's the way I approach it. And, and so that prevents me from being and has always prevented me from being this sort of like super focused, niched down uh, character just it i i think it's not not my personality yeah i think it's a good thing I, um the thing is if we're not rounded as people we we still have to serve people primarily in, mm -hmm. in the business that we do and if we're not good rounded people then we're not going to be very good at that so it didn't really matter if we just you know moved to the most efficient page builder or something which yeah. a client wouldn't really care about they really just care about dealing with good people now have you ever uh, so done think, that in your life, though, where you you have gone into something to the exclusion of all others, and mm. and then a period of time later, let's say a month or two months or six months or a year later, you've looked up and you've thought, "By the, what, what what's happened? Where where did the world go? Where have all my friends gone? Where has where has my life gone? I've I've neglected it all." Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so easy for me to do that. Um, I don't. It wouldn't be so much now, but yeah, really, you've got to have it to go insular and just concentrate on something until I'm right. unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> but no more. No, definitely not. No. Well, I mean, you made some very clever decisions. I think I don't know exactly when those decisions were made, but <laughs> the idea of kind of shunning the the normal work life in the UK, which which is ninety nine point whatever percentage of the population they, they they do that you know they get up in the morning and they go to work and they come home and and it, it was a bold decision is it a decision that you ever regret are there any moments in your life where you look back and you think i wish i'd been more normal yeah. rather than moving <laughs> to india and being a bit of a digital nomad no no absolutely not and you know what it just keeps giving actually this bit of a journey because we've moved um for our kind of 
semi-permanent place in Goa. And uh, we've just moved from, I guess, where the tourists go to sort of Beach Road to the village, the proper village here. So we're, we're looking out on our apartment on these little small kind of shacks. In fact, they're kind of some people are just sort of building them together. And you just see how these very happy families kind of work together and cook together and, and how little they need, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it really... I guess something I didn't appreciate until I left work, I was fearful of money and that, that really forced everything that I did. It was fear that I wouldn't have enough stuff. But as time keeps going on, I realized there just is actually more time and money all the time. These people, the sort of Goa lifestyle is like that. It's Susi Gar, they have a word for it, which is it, it can be done tomorrow and they kind of live life like that. And I've noticed my time span, it almost feels like over the last six years, I think, or possibly seven, since I first jacked in the work, is it feels like twice as long as the last 15 years. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. the time has slowed down just because it's kind of mine. Wow, that's amazing. What a lovely thought. Do you, when you return to, well, for want of a better country, let's say the UK, although for the UK, yeah. you could read any um, Western country, I suppose. Do you, yeah. do, are there things that you look at and you just think, why do, why do we all, why does everybody do that? <laughs> um, actually, uh, to be honest, I kind of switch back in the mode, but I feel uncomfortable now. So it doesn't feel like home. I mm. think I've, I've taken on board the spirit of these places so yeah no not too much actually um but i, I cannot imagine any longer doing a com- i mean I, it was difficult for me to imagine i worked from home anyway but the idea of you know a few hours going out on a commute and the idea of doing kind of nine to five in one particular building just can't i can't face the idea um so your working day if we if we just think about the the title of this you know working when there's other things to do what (laughs) what gets into your what gets in your way because it from the outside it sounds like you know you've got um you've got a well you you don't have kids there's one thing you're in a a country where everything's moving in your description uh, you know time has slowed down for you a little bit what what kind of things prevent you from getting things done yeah, just me, to be honest. That's really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And the danger is just doing useless stuff because I don't have that much work to do, to be honest, you know. So that's how I can waste my days away. And that's, that's, that's only my, that's my difficulty is the opposite of yours. Um, mine is to just make sure that I use the freedom I've got well and don't squander it. Where yours is, you've got commitments and you need to make sure that you sort of honour those without them getting in the way of your work. So yes. we're the polar opposites, aren't we, on this? Well, in that sense, we are. Do you have any sort of like responsibilities, I don't know, like centred around like your property or anything? Do you have to repair things from time to time or use yeah. up time in that way? Yeah, things come up all the time in, in, you know, in fact, we've just been trying to sort out a long-term let on this and that's, you know, there's always, there's always jobs to be done. And there are still people that we meet. It's not like it's just me and my wife only. We, we have some regular people who we see have now become friends where we are. So we have to find time for those. So, yeah, but they're not, you know, I am lucky because these just slot in, really. I just yeah. work around what comes up. Oh, okay. That was going to be another question I was going to ask because although I was saying earlier that my, my calendar is punctuated with little things which which mean I can't continue to work, I still try to do office hours. You know, I still try to sit here by nine o'clock in the morning and I still try to get stay here to, to be working during the during the day. Um, obviously leaving for the essential things that I've got to do. Do do you do that or has have you you know, is your body clock completely changed and you just randomly start when you like and randomly finish when you like? It's been random, but you know, there's some, I don't know, it's it's really odd. I think over certain periods, uh, there will be different things. I've started to wake up a lot earlier than I used to do and go to bed earlier. And we've started, oh, this is going to be so embarrassing. We found this YouTube video because uh, I've been trying to lose some weight recently. So me and my wife in the morning have now got a new routine where we turn on <laughs> this woman from Essex who tells us how these uh, t- seven minute exercises are going to trim our stomach. Ah, <laughs> uh, this sounds but, like a YouTube channel in the making, David. But, 
uh, <laughs> Wormsley exercise videos come on David <laughs> so we get these new routines that are going on uh, do you find time for the TV Is that oh I never watch TV I haven't watched really? TV for years like 15 years I mean, wow. I just don't watch it. I have that's that is actually a lie, because I have <laughs> watched Game of Thrones, but I don't watch it on the telly. I watch it on my computer. Um, I don't know how I got suckered into that, but I saw an episode. I think I was at a friend's house and we sat down, and I really enjoyed it. But I I never watch telly. I, I just don't really get a lot out of it. Um, yeah. I, I don't don't know what why that is, but I know I do know that a lot of people can lose whole evenings to that um i probably waste an equal amount of time looking at you know uh, facebook so that's my it's you know i'm not trying to proclaim that that's that's me being all angelic i waste it in other equally futile ways but but telly <laughs> telly's enjoyable but i just don't just don't get into it yeah uh, well technically speaking i i haven't for the least the same length of time watched telly because it is only it's a new thing that we've picked on with because there's now all these great series of programs that you can get. And we just, we just watch all of those. We just um, yeah. binge watch something. Yeah. yeah. So that's a habit now each evening. Yeah. I, I think it's very easy to get into that habit. A, a really good friend of mine, um, they don't have a telly and, and he's, he's really productive, but not in a, not in the conventional sense of the word. He is productive at really peculiar times of day. You know, he'll sort of get up in the middle of the night and do things because he's not sleeping and, and he won't go back to bed or he'll stay awake till four in the morning just doing things. But the I think not having a telly for him is probably a bit of a prime mover in that. He doesn't get sucked into four hours and then slinks, you know, sort of slinks off to bed. But I, I'm really, I'm, I like the fact that I don't watch telly. I, I think that's something that, for want of a better word, I'm I'm proud of. I don't know why that is, but it it, it appeals <laughs> to me that I'm not I'm not watching telly. I used to enjoy a lot of it, but I found that I don't know. I just got fed up and kind of regretted sometimes the amount of time that I'd spent in front of it. Um, yeah, there you go. Do, do you think it's because it controlled you, what you should think on? Because when you watch TV, you just turn it on at a certain time. You watch a bit of the news. You watch maybe some game show or whatever. My parents are like that, but I, I feel it's different because I only watch. I I've not had a TV for ages, so it's always on the computer. But I control it. There's no adverts, and it's just the programs we decide that we're going to watch. Yeah, no, I think I think for me, it, obviously, you go back. 15 or so years that the telly you had no capability to control what was yeah. pushed down the wire at you other than by turning over the channel so in the uk historically we've had fewer channels than elsewhere but that's changed recently uh, well within my lifetime shall we say um and now of course you've got netflix and amazon prime and all of these services um where you can pick and choose and it's free of adverts which is great but what I what I disliked about it was that I would sit down, and then I would I would find myself like disgruntled by the choices of telly. So I would say, oh, there's there's nothing on the telly. Things like that would I would speak, I'd say crossly and angrily. But there's nothing on the telly, and then I just suddenly thought to myself one day, yeah, but you haven't contributed anything to the telly. Why on earth would that rile you? You've literally done nothing. You're <laughs> expecting to sit down and be entertained, and it for all to be built around you and then once i've had that thought it quickly led to the wow this is this is silly why am i getting cross about the telly just switch it off and go and do something else <laughs> brilliant well you know i mean it keeps me in touch with what's going on in the uk the the kind of series that we watch mm -hmm. and um yeah what i've learned is that in the uk pretty much half of the people have lost their children to tragic circumstances <laughs> Oh, I see. That's what, yeah, <laughs> that's what all the dramas seem to be about. Yeah. They're all about yeah. missing children. <laughs> I remember when I was. This is again sort of drifting off the subject. I hope our audience can cope with this. When I remember, <laughs> I was a paper boy, which means I used to deliver papers in the UK. Um, oh. And in the winter in the UK, it becomes dark by, let's say, four o'clock. So I would finish school. I would go home, um, get changed, go out, and start to deliver papers. And by the time I'd put the first paper through the letterbox it was pitch black and I remember walking on my round I had like 40 papers to deliver or whatever and, and it would take me up and down these collection of streets and I remember 
looking in the windows one day as I delivered my papers and every single, every single household, there were people staring toward me. In other words, it kind of looked like they were looking out the window, but they were in fact looking at the telly. And they had these like, blank expressions on because they were just consuming. They were just passively consuming some ordinary television program, you know, which would, oops, sorry, I just bashed my microphone, which would be on at that time of night. I remember seeing household after household and thinking, gosh, that's quite, that's quite powerful, isn't it? They're all, you know, nobody's really communicating with anybody else. They're all just passively sitting watching as, uh, as the, the entertainment is thrust upon them. And I remember thinking, ah, no. That this is this is peculiar. I've got visions of the Wrigley family of the evening sitting around going, "What are we doing tonight? Board no, games again?" See, <laughs> that's the other thing. I can't I can't force that opinion on them because they they love it and the the um yeah. the things that they enjoy are so so different to what I enjoy. Um, yeah. it's really yeah really really not something that I've been able to do. So my my kids love watching telly and I don't really stop them. I think the the, the content these days is so much better. Um, but yeah, we should probably get back to WordPress at some point. <laughs> yes, next episode. Yeah, we'll do it in the next episode. No, but this is about that. This is This whole episode is kind of like other things to do. It isn't about WordPress. And it is just fascinating listening to the stuff that you do. I mean, sometimes you post on Facebook some of the, you know, like your little pictures of going off to your retreat and you walking along the beach and you doing other nice little things. And I think, that, gosh, that's really nice. It's nice that you have you know, all these fascinating things to do that have got not, that, that are, that are about you and about you and your wife hanging out together. And the fact that you make time to do that is wonderful. I'm kind of hoping that when, when my children are a little bit older and there's, there's more independence in them and they can, I don't know, drive themselves places or be in the house alone without me worrying about them burning everything down, <laughs> that, that, that that will come back into my life because at the minute, it does feel a little bit from time to time like it's do the work, do the family, sleep, do the work, do the family, sleep. And I'm, I'm really pleased that you stepping out of the UK has enabled you to have that in your life. Yeah, no, it's an amazing. I, I'm truly grateful for, you know, just making that change because, it, you know, things just fall into place. I, I still go back to this thing that it's just I, I can't. I could not imagine the sort of time and money aspect of things as they've panned out. I was always fearful that I wouldn't have enough money, but these kind of problems sort themselves out when you sort of free up and I just, I don't know, I can't put it into words. So I'm very grateful for how things have changed for me. Was it, is it a one-way move? Um, what I mean by that is, even if you wished to return to the UK, let's say that you had a sudden revelation that living in the UK was significantly better than where you're living now and you thought, I must go back. Is that, is that now inconceivable because of, because of where you've got your work and all of that kind of stuff? It would be tricky now because I would certainly have to scale up the amount of work I did to be able to live in the UK mm. permanently. Mm. So that would be a challenge at the moment. But yeah, I can't imagine doing it now. I, I, I mean, I do love coming to the UK for a few months and that just to connect with all my family, um, mm. you know, uh, and other people as well in the UK, like yourself. Um, was, but, the, was the move to India, did you, did you have in your mind that, like one of the, the major reasons was I will be able to do less work because it, it has the financial implications of living in India are just different from living in the UK? Yeah, it was kind of that. It was an accident, really. I mean, I just knew I'd had enough of the work that I did, and I right. took a, a career break initially. And we actually booked to go to the Philippines for six months. We got the visa sorted, and we came to India first because we knew it, because that's where my wife was from. We just found a, a place and then realized, because this is how much it costs, and I can do lots of stuff. We're not using up, because this year off was, uh, you know, I didn't have work then. And so I was taking a year out and I thought I was going to be really out of pocket. But so I, it grew from that sudden realization that actually we don't spend much here if we live in a place like this. So, but we didn't fix ourselves on India particularly. It's just that we found a nice place and um, we thought, well, let's go there. And we haven't really moved since. We still keep looking for new yeah. nice places. But, so uh, you, you mentioned that if you move back to the UK, you'd have to ramp things up again. Mm, um, mm. 
So presumably then you are happier doing less work than you than you are doing more work. In other words, you haven't ramped yeah. it up in India, you, you know, you could have done. So that must tell you, I presume, something about yourself. You know, you enjoy your free time and value that above your work time. Yeah, that's that's the thing, yeah. And a lot of the time is just spent kind of learning stuff that I'm interested in, but it doesn't necessarily have a financial reward for me. So it, it's very indulgent. Oh, but do you... I think also because it's age as well. I mean, I wanted to do this before I hit 50 and I just did it before packed in my work. But now I just see it as that there's no, I don't believe there's retirement now in, in life. There shouldn't be. There isn't a period that you work hard up to this point and then suddenly stop and wait for death, you know, or just, I think, I think if, if you've, if you've been canny and squirreled away the money in the correct pot uh, the correct pension scheme. You could, you could absolutely kind of like step away from your traditional work. But yeah, I, I think most people enjoy doing something. And that's the nice thing about this work as well, because it's for many of us done on a computer, which you can take anywhere with you. You, you don't have to stop, do you? You can keep this going for as long as you wish. Yeah. I mean, I think that making websites, you know, using WordPress to build sort of businesses online means that many people could just do exactly what I'm doing, which is really effectively have a kind of part-time job, a semi-retirement, really, I could call what I do. Do you, you, know, do, you have, um, do you have the desire to retire or do you see yourself in your late 70s, say, um, still building websites? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I just do. I mean, maybe it'll be more the digital marketing than the building of the websites. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you and I will still be talking when I'm in my mid seventies. Well, I, <laughs> I shall be. Um, you know, it'll be. I'll have to put my teeth in, and uh, you know, mop up the dribble um, and slurred words. But yes, I I can't see myself stopping doing something. Yeah. You know, doing some kind of work. I, I like to be to be busy. Um, like I was saying, you know, when the, when the kids are of a certain age where either they're no longer living at home or, the, you know, they're utterly autonomous, I think, yeah. my, I think I will pivot what my interests are. I think I'm going to get back some interest in things that I had before. Like I, I would hope to pick up the guitar more. That's just a little, little dream that I've got. But at the moment it seems futile because it's such short little things. I know that's, you know, anybody with half an ounce of common sense would tell me, yeah, but five minutes here and five minutes there, it all adds up. But I just don't see it that way. But also just things like, I don't know, uh, carpentry. I've got a real interest in, um, <laughs> in like cutting things up and building things, um, furniture and so on. I, I used to enjoy doing that a lot and it's completely gone. My dad, again, so off the subject, but it's interesting. My dad always said that he would get into doing stained glass windows, and, and he did to some level. You know, he's not like he's not like outfitting cathedrals or anything, but he uh, you know he plays with with stained glass windows. So I am looking forward to those things in my life, yeah. having things that I can do simply because I want to do them, and I know that nobody's going to interrupt my time. That'll be really nice. Yeah, actually, it's stained glass windows. I mean, there's a, a friend of my sister-in-law's who does that and just gets a lot of money from it. It's really big and in demand. So my sister-in-law oh. wanted to do that. Yeah. So um, and I, do you know, I mean, I think this is the way work's going anyway for all of us. We're going, there's no kind of nine to five jobs for life any longer. They're not going to be around, are they? We're going to have to learn to make bits of money out of little tasks, you know, that we do little jobs. Yes. Well, the likes of you and me will, but, you know, th there's probably a few people out there who've made their millions and uh and they can just you know use their time squander their time i'm gonna say but um yeah i i, I think i'll be busy doing something or other and i hope i hope yeah. that uh you know you and i are still droning on about work <laughs> i wonder 25 years from now do you think it'll still be a thing gosh hard to imagine isn't it yeah, yeah. maybe we should end it on that bombshell <laughs> i think we should stop well, I did promise you there wasn't a lot of WordPress stuff in there. I hope you managed to find something of interest. It was just really nice for once letting go and talking about something which isn't about WordPress and all of the things that we find ourselves getting distracted by. Perhaps it's something you can empathize with and something that you can, you know, understand. The things that we do are probably not all that unique. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by WP and Up. One in four of us will be directly affected by mental health-related illness. 
WP and Ops supports and promotes positive mental health within the WordPress community. This is achieved through mentorship, events, training and counselling. Please help enable WP and Op by visiting wpandop.org forward slash give. Okay, I hope you can join us next week. We'll be back on Thursday with another podcast episode. If you can't do that, join us on Monday, because on Monday we release our news bulletin. I release an audio version very early in the morning, but then also at 2pm UK time, I also do a live show with some special guests, and so you can join us for that in the WP Builds Facebook group. If I don't see you before then, I hope that you have a nice week, and bye-bye for now. Cheesy music coming in. (laughs) 